0: Hey friends, I have one thing to ask of you before this podcast begins. My heart behind my podcast is for it to touch as many women as possible so that they can grow in their faith and know that they are not alone on their journey to heaven. I can't do this without your help. So I want to encourage you to leave a review wherever you listen to podcasts and share today's episode with just one friend who you think would grow by listening to today's conversation. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. Hey there, I'm Whitney, your host of the Abundantly Yours podcast. I'm a wife, college student, and entrepreneur ready to strive for sainthood right alongside you. Jesus put this podcast on my heart as a way to serve you better, so I am so pumped that you are here. I'll be hanging with you every Monday and Thursday to chat all things discovering your purpose, cultivating a relationship with Jesus, and everything else in between. Are you ready to fully step into who God created you to be? let's do this girl. Hello, Julia, and welcome to the podcast. I'm super excited to have you here and to share in a conversation all about self-care through a Catholic perspective. So I'm so excited. So welcome.
1: (laughs) Thank you so much. Thanks for having me. I'm really looking forward to chatting today.
0: It's going to be so fun. Um, So before we dive in, would you please introduce yourself?
1: Sure. So my name is Julia Hogan Werner, and I'm a licensed clinical professional counselor, which is just another way of saying uh, mental health counselor. <laughs> And I have a private practice called Vita Optimum in Chicago. And then I have also written two books. Uh, The first one's called It's Okay to Start With You. And it's all about self-care from a Catholic worldview. (laughs) So right on topic. Um, And then my second book, it has almost been a year since it's been published, is called A Work in Progress, Embracing the Life that God Gave You. Mm -hmm. And that is basically the book that I wish I had when I was younger and just starting out and trying to direction and purpose in life Mm. so I broke it down into just essential skills that I think everybody should know and that I don't think you learn in school and are very important so I spend my time kind of split between running uh, my practice and seeing clients and then also doing more like writing articles um, that sort of thing trying to reach a wider audience who maybe doesn't live in Chicago or doesn't need therapy but wants to learn more
0: Yeah, I love that. That's so cool. Um, I love that. Yeah, you kind of, you know, get to do two of, you know, your passions in two different ways. That's so fun. Definitely will be checking out those books though, because I mean, I have to say I'm not a good reader, but it's something that I want to do better at, especially like I'm hoping motherhood will help me slow down, but I know life is going to be busy, but we're not going to use it as an excuse because self-care right taking time for there film. you go <laughs> well and i'll let you in on
1: a little secret both of the books are very short they're short and sweet the chapters are short there's a reflection question so you can always do them as like a book club for accountability oh, but i did i wrote them with the idea that like nobody has time to sit down and read like a 300 page treatise yeah. on self-care yep. yep.
0: so. So short and sweet. Lots of examples. So there you go. That's awesome. Sweet. So, um, yeah. Obviously, Julia loves self care. Hence, you know, she wrote a book about it. And so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today: is self care and um, the importance of it. Why we need to, you know, really take care of ourselves. And you know, just yeah, just like I said, the importance of it. So what you know, I mean, we kind of all know what self care is. But if you want to kind of explain that and like, what does the catholic church say about self-care what is its perspective on i mean taking care of ourselves as humans
1: yes well i think first it's important to kind of give definitions about self-care because i think most of the time when we hear self-care we think of more of that treat yourself mentality you know like i've got to take care of myself so i need to be self-indulgent i need to go you know to a spa day yep Yes, yes. I'm going to go get myself my venti special drink at Starbucks, you know, or like massages and manicures. And there isn't anything technically wrong with those things, right? So I don't want to send the message that those are not, you know, great things to do. Um, But I think that is a very narrow definition of self care. And so the one that I talk about, I would say is more along the lines of looking at, you know, am I taking care of myself, body, mind, soul? so that I am able to live my purpose in the world and do good and be at my best to do that. And so if you think about, you know, um, I think an example I use in my book is, that of a paintbrush, you know. So if we're thinking, okay, I'm a paintbrush in God's hands, and I want Him to use me to do good, I want to be the best paintbrush possible, right? I don't want to be like all ratty and have frayed edges on my brushes, yeah. or you know, like, mm-hmm. like those ones you used in preschool that were, you know, yep. like the cheapest, ones ones, the, the cheap, clothes, right? old ones. Yep. You want to be, yeah, like the different colors. You want to yep. be a nice paintbrush, right? So self care is looking at am I am I taking care of my overall well being, knowing that if I'm not doing that, then I'm not able to fully live out my call to do good, right? And a really like simple example one I use a lot is sleep. If I'm not getting enough sleep, you know, and this of course applies to the season of life you're in, right? So when you're a new mom, you're not going to be, you know, getting eight hours of uninterrupted sleep, right? Yeah. Um, but if you are not getting enough sleep, then the next day you are tired, you have trouble focusing, you might be a little bit irritable or cranky, or you drunk, might, you like know, kind of- <laughs> <laughs> <You'll be. laughs> And it happens to us, right? But it's an easy example of if I'm not taking care of myself, if I'm staying up late, and I'm scrolling through my phone, I'm watching, you know, episode after episode, or I'm drinking, I don't know, caffeine at like 8pm at night, or an energy drink, right? And I can't settle down. That's affecting me the next day. And that's affecting my ability to to be my best. Right. And it's not about perfection. So it's not, you know, this sort of rigid thing. Right. But it's more about, am I taking care of myself so I can really give up my all the next day and do what God has asked me to do. So if you look at, if you look at self-care from that perspective, I think, you know, what does the church tell us that we are body and soul and we're both, and it's not, our body is just this sort of container holding our soul that, you know, like we just need to like use it until we die. And then once we die, we'll never have to worry about it again. Right. We have this call to take care of both of those uh, sides of ourselves. And I think a lot of times we neglect it and we think only of our soul. But if we're not taking care of our body, our mind and our spirit can suffer vice versa. So the church, I think, in encouraging us to, you know, um live out our vocation right and looking at well what's going to enable me to do that and taking care of ourselves is the way to do that yeah. you know so we, we can get into like misconceptions and all of that if yeah. you want to yeah. um you know i think because a lot one of the biggest questions i get about self-care is isn't self-care selfish right mm-hmm. if i'm taking care of myself i'm making time for myself and aren't I isn't there aren't there other things i could be doing right yeah. doing things for other people i feel guilty or yeah. i feel selfish yeah. and i go back to i always ask well what's your motivation right yeah. am i going to bed early because i want to make sure i have enough sleep so that i'm fresh and ready for the next day to do what i need to do is that selfish no, no. right yeah. because my intention yeah. is to yeah. take care of myself so i can be there for others right yeah. if i um to what's oh, a good example like if i know i should be getting enough sleep because i have a big day ahead of me tomorrow but i just keep saying well i worked really hard today i deserve a break i deserve a rest so i'm just gonna watch one more episode okay i'm just gonna watch one more episode i barely got any time for myself today i'm just gonna watch one more episode right what? that is more i would say a selfish uh act right Yeah. Uh, So your motivation behind what you're doing is really important, especially when it comes to self-care. So when I get that question, I always say, just ask yourself, what's your motivation? Because if you're saying, I need, I'm an introvert and I've been around people all day and I need time just to rest and recharge. Am I being selfish? No, I'm just honoring this part of myself that needs rest and it's okay to rest, right? It's important to rest actually.
0: I love that. And I think kind of spinning off of that, um, I did an episode, um, which will be out in February. So it'll be out before this one. Um, and it's a it's a letter to the woman who has nothing left to give. Uh, mm-hmm. and so we talked about the good side of giving that like the good side of giving of ourselves. And so with that, we talked about, okay, like, we hear the overused quote, you can't pour from an empty cup, right? We hear that everywhere. But really, that's so true. You know, like, I'm kind of in a place where I just feel like, you know, almost just exhausted, you know, um, preparing for a baby and just like trying, you know, just all the things that come with, uh, you know, the change of season. Right. Um, And so for me, it's like, you know, I almost feel like I'm to a place of just exhaustion because I haven't been allowing myself the time to take care of myself because entrepreneur, we like to work 24 seven. At least I do being creative. It just is how I work. Right. But the Lord is gently teaching me of no, like, taking care of yourself is a good and beautiful thing. Um, And it's a daily small, like there's daily small acts that we get to do um, that we get to glorify the Lord with our mind, body, and soul, right? You know, and just so those like, I mean, sometimes we think it needs to be this big, huge routine, you know? Like I have to like get up and wash my face, which that's a good thing. Like I do that, like I wash my face, but then like, you know, I don't have this like big, long checklist of all these things of just like, What are simple things, you know, we can do to take care of ourselves throughout the day? You know, um, and, and yeah, I love that your intention as well, you know, kind of both the intention, but also like, you know, get to getting to the end of the day and you're exhausted. Well, have you taken and taken time for yourself or have you just been like, give, 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 like, you know, it's okay to take a step back. If that means going to bed early and take like take a bath and go to bed early, like do it. Like the Lord wants you to take care of yourself, you know? Have you ever thought about how many different skincare products you've used over your lifetime? I know I've tried so many and have mostly been left feeling frustrated that nothing actually works. Either my face doesn't feel clean, I break out, it smells weird, my face burns, and sometimes the list just keeps going on. And all while knowing there are ingredients in the products that are often harmful to my skin and hormones. Can you relate to this? Because I sure can, until now. I have found the best product. This line of skincare is completely toxin free and the ingredients are certified organic. Like seriously, what could get better than this? I used to have pimples from body oil and sweat pop up all over my face all the time. But once I started using Crunchy and using it consistently, my skin hasn't ever looked this good. I've never been more confident wearing zero makeup and i don't have to use a single filter on social media you deserve that too our skincare sets are the perfect way to get started with your clean skincare routine and you can get 10 dollars off the already discounted bundles when you use my link in the show description yes i totally agree
1: i like what you said about finding little things that work well for you because that is something i talk a lot with my clients about usually when we're talking about like trying to manage stress or self-care right and You're right. I think sometimes we think, Oh, we have to have the perfect self care routine, or we have to have this incredibly like overhaul our life and come up with this totally new way of doing things. When in reality, to your point, Whitney, like it really just is more important that we're finding, well, what do I need to rest and recharge and take care of myself? And how can I be creative about sneaking it into the day or prioritizing it, you know, as well? I think is important too because I think we, a lot of times can put ourselves last. And so I often also think about the golden rule, right? Love your neighbor as yourself. And I think that, um, you know, we often focus focus on loving our neighbor, that part of loving your neighbor as yourself. And we kind of forget the as yourself, word, right? Yeah. And to me, at least how I take that as a reminder of, it's not like I'm, dirt and the other person is gold, right? It's that we're all gold and we need to be honoring each other and taking care of ourselves. Do I love myself like in an authentic way, right? Do I love myself just as much as I'm loving my neighbor? I am there for my neighbor when they need me. I'm there to offer them compassion. I'm there to offer them resources. Am I doing the same thing to myself? Am I compassionate to myself? Am I giving myself the resources that I need? Because yeah. we all matter, right? That there's a respect and dignity to all of us. And that includes recognizing our own, right? And not at the expense of others, but yeah. kind of a, almost like we also, like it's all a level playing field in that sense, right? Yeah. Um, and I think that's really important to remember and to your point that we can tend to le- you know leave self-care as sort of this indulgent or if I have time, but in reality, I need to make time for that, you know, and I really think I see that too in the gospels. When we look at Jesus and his life, he only had three years for his mission, right? And he is God, so he could have had as long as he wanted and thought he needed, but he spent 30 years just living life, right? Um, Not doing anything sort of extraordinary in that sense, and then we have these three years But even in the three years, even when you think about, okay, what, what was he here on earth for was literally to save mankind right? and like had this really important mission to like give us the new Testament and give us a whole new way of living life. And he did that in three years. But even within those three years, he took time to rest, right? He went off into the desert to pray. He went into the mountains to pray. There's, I don't remember which gospel it is. And I keep meaning to look it up, but the, when he's healing the crowds, and they're wanting more from him and he just gets into the boat and goes away right yep. so even in that moment where there's all this need he was able to discern that for whatever reason he needed to go and you know be away yep. and so i think about that right if anybody had a reason to run themselves ragged not get any sleep yep. you know because of this huge mission this huge weight he had um but he took time to rest mm-hmm. and he took time to pray and people wanted and needed him but he knew he needed that balance and so you know i look at that and say we even have you know this if we're supposed to be imitating christ in the best way possible um we have to acknowledge that he took time to rest too you know and it can be hard it can be hard to to want to rest absolutely um but i think you know breaking it into small chunks like you said is really the way that you can do it successfully and start to see the benefits of it too
0: hmm I totally agree with all of that. I love how you pointed out, like, yeah, if we want to imitate Jesus, we have, you know, like, yeah, he rested. Like, you know, he was human. He got exhausted. Like, you know, he didn't, I'm sure, you know, he obviously wasn't full of energy all the time. Like we, we aren't either, you know? Uh, and I think when it comes to, you know, our self care, um, I know I had kind of mentioned that sometimes we feel like it has to be this big routine and like the checkbox of doing all these things for ourselves daily. Um, now like for me, something I do daily, like I mentioned, is like, I wash my face every morning and night, just something that I do. Um, and it just helps me to like take a breath in the morning and wake myself up. And at night it helps me to wind down and get ready for bed. Uh, and it's just a simple five minute thing. So that's kind of like a little like non-negotiable for me daily, but from there, every other day looks different, you know? So sometimes I think, um, kind of we, like, okay, I have to work out every day. <laughs> I have to um, do this and this and this and this and this. But it's like, I think we have to take a step back and see where the Lord is inviting us to refill our cup that day. Um, you know, do you kind of know what I mean? Like, you know, so like today, like if I'm full of energy and I'm ready to work, like I want to get some movement, some sort of, you know, a little workout in, like, you know, that's an invitation from the Lord that like, okay, you have energy, like, let's do it. Um, and other days, like my rest looks like sitting in the recliner and, you know, maybe journaling or, you know, maybe just even like brainstorming ideas. Cause for me, sometimes it's refreshing to get like all these things that are in my head out on paper, you know, um, which I don't know if that's considered self-care, but you know what I'm saying is every day it looks different and to embrace that along with knowing that every season is going to look different too, you know? Yes. I love
1: that you've said that, that, you know, it's more about flexibility and less about perfection right yep. because if you are if you're focusing on having that perfect routine and it has to be the same every day, it honestly becomes another project that you have to work on and that yep. stresses you out yep. <laughs> yeah yep. And that's totally the opposite of what we want from self-care that's not the goal you know to be taking care of our well-being is the most important thing So I think um, kind of I guess building off of what you were just saying you know I usually break self-care into, to five different categories sometimes i lump two together so i usually I'm break down into physical it. No. <laughs> physical self-care um mental and emotional those are the two sometimes i split them sometimes i lump them together relational self-care and spiritual self-care mm. right and so those are the four areas and i usually say it's helpful to do like a little audit in your life and to say how am i doing in each of these areas and then what do I need that I'm not giving myself in each of these areas? And how can I start implementing it in an achievable way, which to your point, you know, every day can look different. And what's more important is you, are you doing something for your well being that day to take care of yourself? Right. Then what it is, is it the same thing as yesterday? Is it, you know, for long enough or, you know, I don't know, whatever, you know, Whatever sort of expectations you put on yourself for that sort of thing, right? But what's more important is listening to yourself and saying, you know, in your example, like you said, okay, if I have energy today, I'm going to capitalize on that energy and do a workout. If I have another day where I'm tired, I'm not necessarily going to beat myself up, quote unquote, for not having the energy to do a workout. I'm going to listen to my body and maybe, maybe I need some mental stimulation there. And so I'm going to journal, like you said, or I'm going to read, or maybe I go for a walk instead of like an actual cardio type workout. I mean, there's so many options, right? And so I think, but learning to listen to yourself is key first, right? Learning yeah. to listen to well, What generally fills me up? What kind of activities do I do or um, experiences, right, that leave me feeling rested and rejuvenated versus what drains me? Like I gave the example of introvert versus extrovert. So someone who's extroverted, right, their self-care might be lots of time with friends because that's what they need. For an introvert, it might be, I actually need less time with friends because I need time to rest and recover. So, and one isn't better than the other, right? What's more important is what works for each person. So really recognizing like our our uniqueness and our individuality that we've been given by God and capitalizing on that and using it to our advantage, which I think is really important too, from, you know, what our our faith can give us for understanding self-care and how it can really help us.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I love how you, like the, the four little ways of breaking it down, um, because I think, you know, kind of a thought that I had is like, OK, you know, like, so, yeah, if I have a lot of energy, like I said, you're going to need physical, you know, I might want physical self-care. Right. Um, But I think sometimes we like, OK, I have all this energy, like I'm going to go do a super hard workout. Are you going to actually be, you know. <laughs> feel good after that workout. Like, yes, it's good if you're in the mood to be challenged and like, you know, maybe you you work out at seven o'clock at night because you have too much energy and you need to drain yourself. Like, I mean, that might be a good thing for you so you can sleep better. Um, But like, I think it also comes to a point of we shouldn't beat ourselves up through our Um, self-care. Yeah. Like, I guess in the sense of kind of like the physical aspect of it of, I mean, in recognizing that like going for a walk is a good thing um, and, and mind clearing and like, um, I mean, you can turn on a podcast or something in your ears if you want while you're going for your walk, but, um, kind of a thought that I had that's leading me to where I'm going while you were talking was, um, really unplugging while we're doing our self-care. Um, Mm -hmm. you know, like for some people, the best self-care might be watching a movie. Um, and if that's you, okay, that's okay. But really, really trying to silence our cell phones, silence, I mean, as much noise as you can. I mean, if you're a mom and have children, like that's probably, you can't really just silence your kids. They don't have mute buttons. Um, or, you know, like, I don't know if your husband's watching a movie, but you need like your own time, like, you know, but if he wants you to watch a movie, just say like, "Hun, <laughs> like, I just need, you know, 20 minutes to just have some quiet time, you know? And, I mean, he's your husband. He should love you <laughs> and I accept that, you know, but, um, you know what I mean? Kind of like really, as we're doing this self-care, as we're finding what works for ourselves, I think trying to eliminate the noise in it. Um, cause sometimes we can say, well, like I want to go like paint, but I don't want to be bored. So I'm going to turn on music, which I think music is okay. But sometimes I think like, for me, like, I always need to be listening to a podcast or I always need to have some sort of education or faith resources in my ears, but we also have to give time, the Lord silence, you know, we have to give him that time to be silent. And so, you know, like paint a picture with the Lord, like, you know, it might sound silly, but I guess kind of where I'm like going with this, which I don't even know if it connected with what you were saying, but (laughs) just really like unplugging, you know, when we're doing this and taking care of ourselves, because we can get thrown so many lies through, the noise. And so when we're doing our self care to come back to the truth of, you know, the Lord.
1: Um, I Absolutely. don't know. I, I hope
0: that makes sense.
1: No, that makes total sense. Because it makes me think about what I was saying earlier about what's your intention, yeah. right? Like, is your intention to really rest here? Or is that I need to keep my mind busy because I have trouble resting, you know, and I think that asking really, honestly, they can be hard questions. Uh, you know, to say, gosh, maybe, maybe it is really hard for me to rest, and it's uncomfortable, and so I feel like I need some kind of mental stimulation. So I'm popping a podcast in, and I'm telling myself I'm being productive, but that's not actually the point of this whole self care (laughs) exercise, so to speak, right? Uh, So I think yes, in asking yourself what is my intention, and is this thing I'm considering doing actually going to help me take care of myself or does it become a distraction or like I was saying earlier does it become a new project for me to work on or something else for me to try to be perfect on Mm -hmm. or maybe I'm confusing relaxation with this um like still a busyness right like you were saying listening to a podcast or you know I think um even social media right or um I don't know if you follow like youtube YouTubers or something, right? Yeah. It can be so tempting to just keep watching or scrolling. And I yeah. think that is not rest. That's sort of like escaping, right? Yeah. Like I'm gonna check out for a while and then just sort of not worry about anything and then check back in. But have I rested? <laughs> no. Right? Awesome yeah. Yeah. So I think to your point, it is really important to think about is this actually gonna be helping me achieve my goal? Yeah. And I think that in the beginning, especially if you're someone who is very focused on productivity or who is a go, go, go person. The The thought of (laughs) self-care it's hard. It's so hard. The thought of self-care is like just it's it seems wonderful, but is incredibly hard to put into practice. Because if you think about it, our society is so focused on what we do right? The more that you do, the the more important you are, the more worth, I don't know what you are, right? Like if I'm, yes. So if I'm doing things, then I'm important. And so then if we think about self-care, if I have that mentality and you're telling me to take care of myself, then I'm thinking, well, wait, that basically means I'm saying my worth is just plummeting because I have nothing to produce. Or like I've been saying, then sometimes I sort of fall into this trap where I'm turning my self-care into a production, right? Yep. Like, yep. oh, now I'm listening to all these podcasts because I'm yep. taking care of myself and I'm not really resting, yep. right? Or, oh, I'm painting all of these things, but now it's become this thing like, oh, maybe I can turn this into a side hustle and then I can yep. start making some money. And then, you know, like yep. now I'm, I'm creating an Instagram account for my art and, yep. you know, it's now it's becoming this new project. so. I think self-care is really countercultural in that sense, but it's also, and I think this is really important. I think it's an incredible reminder, incredibly important reminder that our being is the most important, right? So like who we are, our worth, our dignity, we've already got it, it's been gifted to us, we need to take care of it. Um, That's what's most important, not necessarily what we're doing or how much we're producing, right? Yep. It's back again to intention. Am I honoring my dignity? Am I honoring my worth that's been given to me by God? And then what am I doing with it? Not that I need to earn it or prove it in some way. So I think self-care is a way of, of reminding ourselves of that too, right? It feels uncomfortable for me to quote unquote, just rest. Yep. Like I have to make excuses or something like that. When in reality, it's it's so important and it reminds us of who we are, that we're not these machines that just go, 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 right. Or we're not robots or something, yeah. but that we need to take care of ourselves.
0: Do you have an upcoming Catholic wedding in your calendar, a wedding invitation hanging on your fridge, or even an upcoming wedding shower? Are you wanting to give them something meaningful that will have a positive impact on your marriage? Look no further. I've created the perfect gift. My bride and groom rosary set is so so perfect for the Catholic wedding you have coming up. Use code podcast for ten percent off your purchase. The link is in the show description. Yeah, I love that, and I have a like huge like Jesus Christ moment that relates with this. So I um, graduated college in December, and um, oh, congratulations! Thank you. I went on a retreat. Um, With my husband and like local people in our parish, like our age group, um, that like literally the night of our grad, like my graduation, and that weekend, Um, and so we had like time for silence. I don't know if I've shared this on a podcast before, but if I have, you're hearing it again. Um, (laughs) Anyways, the time (laughs) for silence that day, um, and I was just like, kind of the entire month of December, at least up to then, was just this big wrestle of like, okay, I'm graduating, like that's a huge life thing, like you know, preparing for motherhood, just, like, kind of so much going on, and, like, like, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, what am I, like, I feel like I have to get a job because I'm graduating, and I feel like I have to do, like, you know, all of these super special, specific things, and so um, during that time for silence, like, I don't think it was, like, two and a half, three hours, so it was, like, really hard, and, like, my husband was there, but we couldn't talk, so, like, he was in his own place, and I was, that was so hard, because all I wanted to do was talk to him, um anyway, so I went to like um like our like the room, like our room in at the retreat center and I literally like sat on the bed and I was like, "Lord, what am I supposed to do for you? What do you want out of me?" Like I was just kind of like feisty and like cranky um and I was just like overwhelmed because like I'd right before that moment, um someone who was leading the retreat was like we we're supposed to be on silent time, but she's like She's like, Whitney, I want to tell you this. She's like, you are such a blessing with your podcast. It's like, I love it kind of a thing. And so I was like, okay, Lord, (laughs) what? (laughs) And so I get in the room and I'm just, yeah, what am I supposed to be doing? Like, I feel like I need to get a job to be successful or these things. And he met me with such gentleness and he said, Whitney, I just want you to be my daughter. That's Mm -hmm. all I want. I just want you to be my daughter. Like, and I think in that, in that moment, he shifted my perspective of, I don't have to earn my salvation. I don't have to mm. earn his love. I don't have mm. to do X, Y, and Z to, you know, for him to love me more. Like he kind of just like slapped me across the face very gently and was like, Whitney, focus on who who I made you to be. Like wow. that, that's, that's our mission. That's, that is our mission on earth. St. Catherine of Siena, be who God meant you to be and you'll set the world on fire. Mm. And so when I kind of start to notice myself to lean into this mindset of go, 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 do, 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 I'm like, no, like the Lord just wants me to be his daughter. And so I just think of a young little girl playing with her toys, having the time of her life. I'm like, why don't I allow myself to, you know, be, I mean, you know what I mean? Kind of like be young and, and play and do fun things and not worry about if I got something done or not. You know, why do we put such pressure on ourselves um, society pushes so much that our worth is found in our success. Our worth is found in the money we make. Our worth is found in the amount of things we get done per day. And it's like, the Lord has really reminded me of like, you know, I haven't gotten a job. I'm full-time entrepreneurship. He's inviting me into abundantly yours and all that's coming with it. My shop is growing. Um, and just so many things that are just so beautiful that I've prayed for, for so long these desires that i've desired for so long are, are happening and i'm like 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 lord like i've prayed for this for so long and you're answering these prayers and i'm like freaking out because i never thought these things would happen and you know and so they're so good and beautiful but i can't fully live out these places he's calling me to if i can't just be me you know yes. and so i guess yeah. if that touches anyone like don't i mean don't worry about all the things you have to do like At the end of the day, you should, you know, have hopefully successfully, you know, just been the Lord's daughter that day, you know, rejoice with him, dance in the kitchen and have fun. Like, you know, it's okay to do fun things. And I think that's something that I have to remind myself as a go-go-goer of, no, it's okay. Like the Lord wants me to, you know, enjoy life and he wants me to be his daughter. He wants me, and like, that's all he wants out of us, like nothing else. Like if we could, I mean, not ever. I mean, obviously, like, laziness is not a good thing, you know what I mean? But where I'm going with this is like, obviously, we're not meant to sit around all day and just be his daughter. Like, through that, we are called to mission and called to make disciples. But I'm going on a rant now, but literally, <laughs> this is not just anyone, just, just know that all you're called to do is be his daughter um, and let him lead you through that. Let him lead you through what that looks like. Um, because that's when you get to experience the most joy with the Lord. So my rant is over, but that's where the Lord has completely kind of just like mic drop slapped me in the face recently because I was like just getting too much into the society mindset and letting that captivate me, you know?
1: Oh, what an amazing story. <laughs> I mean, that's so incredible. And I'm glad that you shared that too, because it that's it. that You know, that's the reminder that we all need. And I think we all... Continuously need that reminder too because it's so easy to then get, you know, stuck. I always call it like the little hamster wheel, right? Where you're just yeah. like going, 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 and then you hop off and you're exhausted and then you get yeah. back on and you're going and going and going, right? Yeah. But, you know, what, uh, you're right. Like, we all need to remind ourselves that we are God's daughter and that that's not. Um, it's not conditional, right? In the sense of he takes his love away from us. Even when we make mistakes or we Mm -hmm. sin or we fall away from him, he's always waiting for us to come back to. And so his love isn't one of um, perfection, right? Or that sense of like, you have to be perfect, or you have to produce these things. But you know, like you heard him say to you, are you just being you, right? Like, that's the most important thing. And that's where everything flows out of, you know, the good that we do. So it's not our job title. It's not how much we're making. It's not how many kids we have. It's not whether we're in a relationship or not, right? It's, am I recognizing that God loves me? And am I, is that like infusing everything that I do? And that includes, you know, our whole, the whole point of our discussion today, but that includes, am I, am I taking care of myself? Am I making sure that my physical health is being taken care of? My mental and emotional health? How are my relationships? Are they healthy? Are they not healthy? Am I being a good friend? Am I being a good spouse? Am I being a good, you know, girlfriend to someone? Or, you know, how is my spiritual self-care? Am I just, you know, just checking in on Sundays and checking out and not doing anything with it. <laughs> you know. Yeah. What do I do there? So I think, yes. And recognizing that we are a daughter of God is, is, is so important because I think our decisions flow from that when we really recognize that.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And it comes from a place of not, I mean, not feeling like we have, like, like we kind of have mentioned, like not feeling we have to do things for the Lord um, to earn his love. So yeah, just like, I mean, you know, if you want to just sit and drink your coffee and look out the window and just hang out, like, like find what is going to help you the most in your season. Um, I mean, yeah, we have our busy seasons where it's harder to take care of ourselves. You know, our time might be more limited and that's, that's a normal thing, right? Like those seasons come and go. Um, but don't let those seasons, like don't let yourself push, you know, taking care of yourself. To the back burner first in those seasons, because in all reality, you need that self care first before you can enter into those seasons. You know. Um, so I guess yes, if you have any, like, you know, kind of more advice that you want to share on this topic, to continue. Um, you know, if you have any mm-hmm. other things, thoughts on your mind, go for it.
1: <laughs> I'll have to like keep it clear and concise because I could probably talk all day about this topic. Well, but read the book. I let's
0: think reading the book. <laughs>
1: Yes, the book does have a lot in there. And I did just a real quick, I broke the book into two parts. So the first part is really, what is self-care? Why does it matter? And then the second half goes through the five different categories, mm-hmm. walks you through examples. And then there's um, both reflection questions and discussion questions. So the mm-hmm. discussions are more like group, reflection questions are for you. But I also include a self-care assessment so you can kind of see you know, how well you're doing in what areas, what areas yeah. you need improvement. And then at the very end, there's space for you to come up with your own self care plan as well. Okay. So it's, uh, it kind of walks you through all of that. But I think, you know, you were just talking about, again, the need for flexibility, that, you know, some days or some seasons are going to look different than others. Yeah. And so you have, you know, almost having like a list of, Self care options for yourself, right? Like a note in your phone or something, or these are things that I, that I, when I do them, I generally feel rested, restored, rejuvenated, right? And I can turn to those and say, okay, I have, you know, today's a really busy day, but I have 15 minutes. So what can I do? I can go for a walk around the block, or I can call a friend, or I can do deep breathing, or I can put on, you know, the rosary or something and pray the rosary. But having options, I think, is really helpful because then in, you can kind of plan in your day how you want to use that time you know and i think that can be really helpful too because then no matter what your day looks like you know that you can work in some kind of self-care yeah. you know so you can take that route or you can always just pick one that you want to work on you know so we were using the example of sleep so i think that's a good one you know that we could use here right and you could say okay well I want to make sure I'm going to bed at the same time and waking up at the same time. So maybe that means that I need to move my bedtime. You know, maybe I'm going to bed at midnight and I really need to be going to bed at 10. So maybe over the next month, I'm like going to bed, you know, 15 minutes earlier, kind of working my way to that right because if you go to bed at midnight and then you try to go to bed at 10 you're just gonna lay there with your eyes open for like an hour and a half right because your brain your brain's thinking what do you mean i am not used i'm not ready to power down yet you know we don't usually do it this way so you could pick something like that too you know kind of one thing that you really want to work on and breaking that into small steps and i think the good news with that is no matter what you pick again because we are whole persons, right? We're integrated. That if I'm working on my physical health, that's going to help me mentally, emotionally, spiritually, and my relationships too, right? If I'm taking care of my mental health, again, it kind of has this spillover effect. So I know that, you know, it can be easy to think, oh my gosh, here's all these things that I'd want to do to yep, one bring category you know, every day. Yep, yep. Yes. Like Here's my 10, you know, my 10 point checklist or whatever, but really just picking one. And then once you, you know, you feel like you have a good handle on it, you can always introduce another one, yep. but knowing like I'm doing so much good for myself, even just by focusing on just one of these things, right. I'm, I'm yeah. going to be making a huge difference in my life. So that's always reassuring too, to know.
0: Yeah. And I love how you said that it can spill over. And I think where you're kind of taking that is mind, body, soul connection. You know, yes, we, our mind, body, and soul work hand in hand. I just think of it at like the Holy Trinity. You know, a triangle. You know, three people. You know, three persons is is one. Whatever, however, that saying is going. My pregnancy brain is not helping me out <laughs> here. But you just think of mind, body, soul as one as well. You know, um, mm-hmm. in how they all interact with each other, um, and without one, you can't have the the other two, right? And yes. so this is just as you said is, I mean, if it, if it means you get up 15 minutes earlier to pray the rosary before your day begins, if that's where you want to start, start there. Don't overwhelm yourself, you know, but, but what I'm saying is, yeah, just find one thing um, and notice how that, that reflects into, you know, so that's, you know, spiritual. How does that reflect into, you know, emotional, like you're probably going to be more, you know, feel maybe more like grounded and more, just peaceful to start your day, right? If you can just start the day receiving the graces from the Lord that you need to get through that day, right? So your spiritual self-care there has, you know, now overflowed into your emotional and mental self-care, you know? Um, And so, yeah, I love how you mentioned the spillover because I think that it helps me remember that, okay, like, you know, you know, physical exercise is also helping me to you know, you know, de-stress and, um, you know, just kind of like take some time for me. So that also kind of ties into, you know, mind. And then when I'm, when I'm working out or exercising, you know, saying like, wow, I'm thankful for my body and I get to move. Thank you, Jesus. And that kind of ties into soul. Right. And so just how they, they're always intertwined without us even really knowing, um, which I think is a great kind of a mindset to to know of, to know, and to remember that, you know, we don't have, to, I mean, although there might be, you know, your five categories of self-care, but yeah, like just starting with that one. And then from there, you know, maybe you get through your day and you're like, wow, like I need something else, you know, pull up your list. Like, yeah, that's a really helpful idea of having kind of things you enjoy on your list, you know, on your phone, Yeah, so you know, you know what to do if you, <laughs> look at your list, oh, that'd be so refreshing. Go do it, <laughs> right?
1: Exactly. Because I think sometimes in the moment we go blank. You know, it's like, oh my gosh, I know there are probably things that I could do, but I don't remember them. Yeah. So I think having a list, you know, taking the time to reflect and coming up with that list, you can always add to it too. Yeah. But that kind of, you know, takes away the work um, from in the moment of remembering all those things. And I think, you know, like you were saying with the spillover effect, it really is about quality over quantity that you know what i'm doing if i know this is going to be making a difference in my life and i'm just focusing on this one thing that is way more important than trying to incorporate you know 10 different self-care things every day and i am just exhausting myself in the process again so you know intention matters starting small matters being flexible that's important having a list of ideas i think those are four really important things to take with you if you're wanting to incorporate more self-care into yeah. your
0: life. I love that. And the last thing I want to say spinning off of that is um, just as you said, like having your notes, you can always add to it. You can always take away from it. So if there's yeah. something that you're doing that, you know, is really actually maybe draining you and not actually filling you up, like take it off the list. doesn't matter, right? Like for someone else it might work. And that's where we get into the the mindset of, looking on social media and seeing what someone else is doing, which I could totally ramble on about this, but find what works for you. So, you know, like if getting up at 6am to exercise in college works for you, but now maybe you're a mom and that's not, you know, it doesn't work. Like that's okay. Like really just giving yourself the grace. Um, and yeah, being able to like, I mean, If there's something you have on your list, like just like kind of, I said in January and then it's December, but that's not serving you then like take, take it off, you know, and there's going to be something new that can better serve you for the season you're in. Um, but I love things change. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Things change. Life changes. I mean, and that's the beauty of it. I don't want to live in the same season. I don't want to live the same day over and over again. And that's the beauty of life creation. (laughs) So, um, yeah, this is such a fun conversation. I love um, just getting to s- just see self-care through a different perspective of, um, yeah, not so much as the the treat yourself, go me type of a thing, but really from that the holistic perspective of um, taking care of ourselves and um, loving ourselves through that. Mm-hmm. So as we kind of wrap up, um, the question I ask everyone is, what is one piece of advice you want every young Catholic woman to know? Um, And this can be absolutely anything, a Bible verse, a quote, um, or whatever the Lord maybe has spoke to you lately, feel free to share. (laughs) Oh my
1: goodness. Yeah, I, I think there probably could be so much to say there, but I think I already kind of mentioned it, so I'm really just repeating it, but I think it's so important, that reminder that, you know, we already have our worth and our dignity, and that's already been given to us. And the very fact that we are breathing and existing means that God loves us through all of our mistakes are our sins, and, and I think that's really important because we can get caught up in, you know, do, do I have enough of this or am I doing enough of that? And it can just become exhausting, and I think take us down a path where we feel discouraged and we feel lost. And so I think just remembering that that it's not about you know am I keeping up with this person or this person has achieved this and. I don't know what I'm doing with my life, right? To let go of all of that and not let that define who we are. I think that is just so important. And we need that reminder all the time yeah. because the world is not telling
0: us. That. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The world is telling us to find our identity in so many other things. Um, and just as the Lord spoke to me of, you know, the only thing I want you to do is be my daughter, like that is true. And so, really, just coming back to, I mean, if you're in a season of busyness, coming back to, I am the Lord's daughter. And that's all that matters. (laughs) You know, Mm -hmm. Um, I love, I love just how you said, you know, um, our dignity and our identity and who we are is, is the Lord's and in the Lord. And so um, I think that's a great way to wrap up our episode is just, you know, remember that we are the Lord's daughter, have fun with your self care, um, invite the Lord into it. So, you know, if you're doing a face mask, ask Jesus, hey, like come do a face mask with me, you know, making it silly, making it fun, bringing mm-hmm. Jesus into the ways that we can do self-care. And so um, it just makes life more fun because then we can get to experience a more personal side of Jesus. But um, yes very
1: true. I love that.
0: <laughs> um, so as we wrap up, where can people um, follow you on social media? If you have a website you'd like to share about, or maybe where we can get your books to, that would also be great. Yeah,
1: you can, um, you can find both of my books in a couple places. So they are on Amazon and then they're also on our Sunday visitors website, the publisher. I also have, um, you can buy signed copies on my website too. So my website is juliamariehogan.com. And then I'm on Instagram at Julia Hogan, LCPC. So that's the abbreviation for licensed clinical professional counselor.
0: <laughs> um,
1: I do, and then I do a monthly, um, actually, I think I'm going to turn it into twice a month. So yay, uh, monthly newsletter. And so I just send out reflections or links to things. And then I do offer workbooks and workshops and things like that. So I usually announce them in the newsletter first. So you can find all that both on my Instagram and on my website yeah. there.
0: Yeah, I love that. That's so amazing. Go follow along. If you have any questions within this topic, feel free to, um, yeah. Go send her a message on Instagram. Go introduce yeah. Her, um, it really resonated. Yeah. Go share with her your takeaways and me as well. Uh, oh yeah. I would love
1: to hear that. That'd be so fun. Yeah.
0: <laughs> um, so yes, thank you so much for um, sharing this conversation with me, for getting to um, get to know you a little bit more through this. And so, yeah, once again, thank you for your yes to um, yeah, sharing with us.
1: Well, thanks for having me and time flew by. I can't believe that conversation went so fast. So it was a blast. That's always a good sign, right? Yep.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love it. I love it. I totally relate. So yes, once again, thank you. Hey girl, we've made it to the end of this episode of the Abundantly Yours podcast. If this episode touched your heart in any way, I would be so thankful if you could head on over to subscribe and leave me a review. That way, you'll never miss another episode. Be sure to go follow me on Instagram at abundantly.yours for more. See you next time.